Hi, everyone. Welcome to Smart Zara. Uh, this episode, we do have a guest after a hot minute, and I'm super excited for this one. Um, let's welcome Tola onto the podcast. What's up, Tola? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. <laughs> 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 but anyway okay, okay okay i wanted to bring tola onto the podcast because i was at the u.s open recently if you watch tennis it's, it's um, right now as i'm recording this the like the finals are tomorrow for women's and men's are on sunday so i was there earlier this week and it's just such an insane environment and i was wondering like a lot of the people who do come into the tournament are like my age are like my age or older so like 18 year olds. So that made me think about, you know, I'm a, you know, like I'm a varsity athlete now and I barely know how to handle this. How do people who are like a lot more dedicated to their sport handle being a teenager and going to school and being athletes at the same time? And the first person that popped into my mind is Tola. Tola, tell us a little bit about your athletic career. Um, I don't know about athletic career. Girl, but... <laughs> shut up. Um, I play a lot of tennis and I go to Jericho School District. Oh, wait. I go to a school district. You and- would say it. That's fine. Okay. 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 Um, but it's like been a little crazy with all academics, but I've been playing tennis for around like six, seven years now, which is not that much for actually tennis. You should be starting when you're like two, three, five years old. Yeah. Started- like five or yeah. six. I started when I was 10, which is like super, super late. So I had a lot of catching up to do um but ever since then I've been trying to you know play tennis for college and hopefully get some type of recruitment and easier way to get into college for that so yeah okay so I like also thought of Tola because not is she and like I'm an amazing athlete back when we were going into high school when we were freshmen Tola actually left our school district to become homeschooled (laughs) and train like a lot more dedicatedly which is something I only know one other person in our school has done and I really want to know about that like I feel like that's such a like there's so many like questions and like wonders I have about that tell us more about that like what was that yeah it was kind of weird because my um at first I didn't want to do it but then my parents pushed me to it because I wanted to get my ranking up and stuff like that so decided to do it and it was actually a really tough experience I was um I was mostly in New Jersey by myself um with my coach I was staying at a, a family's house and I was just playing tons of tennis in the morning, tons of tennis in the afternoon. And I was trying to cram all this uh, work in. And I was using this program. I didn't get much help, you know, and I it was just a, not a good fit for me. Um, so I decided to go back. But I did get tons and tons of tennis in. But the routine was nothing like school. Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't like go to your regular classes. You would just go online, do like t- all your classwork within two hours I didn't learn anything and then I would go back to playing tennis um so I came back in February and then I didn't even know what was going on in school I didn't know geometry I didn't know biology thank god COVID happened um (laughs) and and, in not a good way because COVID is terrible but I'm saying you know (laughs) you know uh, my you know I my grades didn't you know go too bad down you know because of COVID but it was not the best, but for some people love it because they love having tons of time on their hands. For me, I mm-hmm. like to have structured and stuff like that. So that's why I get, went back. Yeah. Um, what I want to know about this is like now going through that, like that's a process. I feel like every, you know, like 
my like someone I am obsessed with currently, like Layla Hernandez, for example. Like, she's yeah, she's unreal. Let's talk I, about her yeah. for a second. But like, hold on. Here, here was the point of why I brought her up. Like, she obviously has made hella sacrifices. She did yeah. probably a similar thing. A lot of these rising teenage, like tennis stars, do that. They basically drop out of high school do one of these like so-called programs and be training a absurd how many hours a day do you think you were training oh definitely over five hours a hundred percent over like five hours uh usually probably be four hours in a row at most but then I would oh, definitely play more than five hours and then um I would have fitness too so it wasn't even like the tennis really so it was just like a lot of hours and then barely like much schoolwork and it was like a lot it was so, really like, a lot you're like the main thing at that time was more of tennis yeah less of the educational side yeah it was weird because I thought I would get so much better but I I I didn't get much better off my ranking and then I went back to school in February COVID happened and I practiced crazy amounts in COVID thankfully I have a court that I'm able to use all the time Mm -hmm. Um, but I was able to practice hours and hours and hours and right when COVID um, came back in September when we're all back to school. My ranking like jumped. I won a bunch of good tournaments, and really, COVID was the one. I thought homeschooling would be, you know, the way to go, but obviously, but, yeah, it was obviously yeah. just the break and just the yeah. Wow, that's actually really interesting. And, yeah, it's um, kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't really understand. Yeah, who would have thought yeah. like the transition? <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty um, crazy. So talk to me now, like in the present moment, right now, both me and Tola are juniors in high school. You mentioned about your ranking going up, going to these tournaments. I know you travel a lot. Yes. Um, talk to me about, you know, balancing your GPA and now yeah. traveling a lot and yeah. still training a, like more than the average yeah. person. Yeah, no, the best is actually the summer. The summer, I had a really good summer this year because um, this summer was the first summer where college coaches would be actually be able to look at me. They're legally allowed to, you know, talk to you and, you know, <laughs> talk to you. Or, to look yeah, they're, they're not allowed to, like, you know, talk to you in sophomore year. So when I'm about to turn a junior, they're allowed to. So, you know, it's really stressful. Like, you know, mentally, it's like ext- when you see, you know, the Columbia coach or the freaking, I don't know how to say it, like Stanford or yeah, you know, yeah, Duke yeah. University coach, I don't know if you're going to be playing your best tennis, I would be shaking my racket and like trying to get the next ball in. Um, but I had a really good tournament. I had a clay courts tournament in um, Alabama. And oh my like, God, like, of- literally. Sorry, because like yeah, go she ahead. goes to the like most irrelevant states. Like the other week, <laughs> literally the other week, she's like, we're talking about what are we doing for the weekend? She's like, I have a tournament. I'm like, okay, where are you going? She's like, Oklahoma. I'm like, Jesus, like, what yeah. the hell do you do in Oklahoma? And she's like, it's, yeah, tennis. it's very weird. It's like very in a cornfield, like, do you play? Like, are there like cows around you? No, no, like, no. But it's actually really not. I, I played uh, clay courts in um, Alabama and it was like a huge tournament. There was like, it's like 250 girls. It was a really, really big draw. Oh wow. And um, I, I try, my goal was, you know, to get to like maybe round of, you know, 16 quarters at most. And I ended up, you know, getting second, which was like crazy. Wow. For, yeah. So recruiters were like a little bit more now in the summer. So yeah. I have an, yeah. So now I have a little bit easier, you know, fall. So I don't have to go crazy. Um, but it's been like super hard mentally, you know, like, let's say you have a really good tennis week, but then you get like a B on your bio, <laughs> not saying that I got a B, 
not saying not not like you know not yeah. using real life examples though right right but right like... yeah and it's it's, it's kind of you know you know uh because i don't have any social media but you know when people like check their instagram to see how many likes they got right you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh did my you know self-esteem go up i check my like like instagram feed by checking my um there's a tennis uh website where you, your ranking comes up every wednesday oh, girl. so i'm up every wednesday at like 12 30 making sure it went up or if it went down if i'm supposed to have a good week like you know it's really it's actually really hard um, yeah so yeah i mean and also traveling I-, I thought traveling would be kind of fun but especially now in school um you know my teachers my homework and traveling is just really difficult do you try to aim for tournaments that like are only on weekends so you don't jeopardize your school or yeah it's actually good because most tournaments in the usta which is the united states tennis association usually Mm -hmm. has only on the weekends but like for itfs this international tennis federation is basically um week tournaments because most of the girls um that i you know play on the super nationals a lot of them are actually homeschooled they don't really go to school yeah, so yeah. it's really tough to compete with those, you know, girls. Because who are they're, just... like, getting a lot more training time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, for sure. And then that's why school has been a little bit more tougher because, like, every day, almost every day before school, I play tennis in the morning, mm-hmm. which is, like, so people think it's easy. But when you're studying up until, like, 1 or 2 a.m. and then you have, a, like, tennis at, like, 6 a.m., you're supposed to be, like – like sleeping in apparently but no so I've been playing yeah. in the morning I'm playing in the afternoon you know it's it's a lot of training in, in a small amount of time so yeah and I can't even imagine like the fitness and stuff like that and then like yeah I feel like even just like I'm not you know a nationally ranked tennis player but like I do play sports <laughs> like, yeah no oh my God, you definitely trying, know yeah. like even trying to balance you know just the level of school sports and you know academics especially in the school that we go to it is very, 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 very difficult, and it does take oh, yeah. a toll. And like, when you were homeschooled, did you have like ever the issue of feeling like isolated or like alone? Oh, hundred like, percent. Yeah, it was weird. Like, I when I was at homeschooling, I tried to connect with as many as my friends as possible. But like, mm-hmm. you know, life goes on. You're not in school. No one is like, yeah, hey, no one remembers I'm... you. Like, no I'm one remembers. Sure. I heard so many rumors. Oh, Tola went to California. She went some. I was like. All I did was move to another the state next to us. Like I, we didn't go that far, and you know, I actually, you drove thirty minutes. You like crossed the border. <laughs> yeah. So and it was weird because I actually like lost like a friend or two on it because they just like didn't want to talk. You know, because in school it's much different. So it was kind of weird, yeah. and I was like, there was a point where I was like, oh my god, like all I'm doing is talking to my racket. Like I'm literally <laughs> like my coaches. Like I don't think that's normal. Um, but like at at the end, like I just want to win. Like people, you know, people want to be like, oh, I just want to get an A plus. Like all I want to do is win, no matter like how I do it, you know. So she's hungry. She's just yeah. looking for the dub. Yeah, that's and right. that's what you see in every good tennis player. You saw that last night with Leila Hernandez. Yeah, that like, was crazy she, stuff. Oh God, yeah. I love her. Like, yeah, I saw her. I saw her play when she was for the match that decided if she goes to semis, and yeah. I was just like, oh Insane. my, she is. Oh. And she's so young too. And yeah, and, and it's weird because she's actually a particular small go- girl. You she's know, like she's not five four. She's five yeah. six. I think at she's most. She's not some muscular. She's very, very, yeah. yeah, she's this tiny petite girl from Canada. Yeah, who just frustrates everyone. Yesterday, <laughs> the girl broke her yeah. racket. I haven't yeah. seen that in so long. Yeah, 
No, you know, and yeah, it, everyone would be surprised. Tennis is actually people get angry. Like I've had my sense yeah. of anger, tennis rackets getting not, you know, not cracked maybe, but it was, it's just, <laughs> you know, there's been a ton of faces. Everyone thinks tennis is a very royal sport, you know. Like tennis is a, what I've learned after watching a lot of tennis the past few weeks is tennis is a very mental sport. 100% like so yeah no for sure like if you lose it's like oh my god my whole life is over like <laughs> you know not gonna make it not I'm not gonna make it anywhere I'm gonna be living under a bridge like some of my friends have said that it's like crazy um and and it's like you base your life on winning or losing in tennis like the way you feel like if you lost okay I feel sad now like I'm gonna feel sad for like five days and now if you win only I'm gonna feel happy for the next five days like I, I mean it's a little a little overboard but that's how people you know view tennis you know the ones yeah. who play what do you think is something people need to talk about more when it when it comes to like becoming these star athletes you know what is something you feel like should be a warning or something that you, you got out of your like homeschooling experience so instead of glorifying it it should be talked yeah. about more I mean a lot of it's weird because a lot of people who are not experienced with playing sports even varsity anything they're like oh it's it looks easy it might look easy but people like again I know this might like sound cheesy or whatever but it's actually extremely difficult yeah. you know it, it's like tons of like days where you just want to cry in your pillow and you never want to like play the sport again you want to throw your racket be like I'm done with tennis I hate tennis and then the next morning I'm up at 6 a.m hitting serves yeah. Like it's a love and hate relationship. People, it's like that's literally tennis is the first relationship, and it's the most toxic and the most healthy <laughs> relate. Like I don't even know how to explain it, but um, it's strange because it, it it people are like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. Like uh, the toll that it takes on your mind, people just don't get. And, and it's the same with soccer. It's the same with everything. It's the same with yeah. all types of sports. It's the same with school. People are looking for academic validation. I'm looking for tennis validation. Win, keep yeah. winning. You know, get your rankings up. Because um, yeah. I feel like for someone who isn't an intense athlete, I still look for like validation in numbers, you know, 100%. And, stuff. and it's the same thing. And I feel like yeah. in sports too, and it's not talked about enough, like you look for validation in numbers in your ranking or yeah, like, 100%. In, like the amount of serves you got one game or how many aces, you know, like all yeah. these little things. It's really, oh, wow. Yeah. I never really looked at it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And for, and I hate when people are like, oh, like, how'd you do in your tournament? Like if we don't speak about it, <laughs> we most likely didn't do what we wanted to like like oh how was it how was it i'm just like oh i did okay i did well that means they did not do well okay <laughs> if, they, if they don't say oh i got first or i got second it means just like do not talk about it um which is kind of funny it's like but... the same thing of like when there's a test you get your hundred, test, yeah 100 like what'd you get on the test and if they say like okay yeah. like you have to leave it like it's the same thing <laughs> yeah no and tennis is a very like you, you know you have to you have to like almost not fake it till you make it but you have to always have a smile on your face you know you're losing smile on your face you're uh, winning mm -hmm. smile on your face you always got to be you know and you see these players smashing rackets and i could literally that's like i feel myself when they're hitting the shots you know um, um when it comes to like the mental emotional aspect of it what do you think motivates you to keep going through through those hard tennis days and those yeah, hard mental health days with tennis yeah like when I started tennis I really just like at one, one point I wanted to like quit because I didn't see any results coming because I was super late people were like 10 times better already um but then I a few years later I won my first um super six it's called like a tournament where all the east like New Jersey a little bit of Connecticut and New York all the girls play and right after COVID happened I won the whole thing which was like 
I was like, oh, this is, I just, you know, it's whatever. And I, like, the feeling that you have when you win a whole entire tournament of, like, 64, 32 people, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, like, a high that you get. You know, when you that last point and you win, it's, like, yeah. I want to do it all over again. Like, I want to enjoy yeah. the winning. I want to enjoy the crying. I want to enjoy, like, you know, losing every point, winning every point, and then you finally win it. It's, like, I got a 4.0 GPA. Like, I got it. Like, you know what I mean? I love how she uses that comparison. (laughs) Girl. Yeah, so that's always the feeling I'm, like, want to get. And, like, you know when you're in, like, such a tough fight, you study so, so hard, and you still lose it? It's, like, at least you put in all the work. At least you put your mind and everything to it. So it's, I mean... I mean, it makes me it makes me feel good. But when I'm losing, like in tennis, it's weird because people, you know, Serena might win a, a Grand Slam and then the next tournament she loses first round. Yeah. And you saw that like with Naomi Osaka. Yeah. Won yeah. The last year she got out yeah. what, the second, third round this year. Yeah. And it, it's it's hard because people expect like, oh, tennis, you should win every t- like, no, you win a big tournament and then you lose first round in the next five tournaments. You're like, oh, she's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so, like, it's not yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, um that's I think been... my last question would be um do you see yourself going pro or do you think you would just play throughout college the amount of people that have asked me <laughs> because I thought you were trying to go pro I was like okay when I'm a senior I'm gonna hear Tola got into the U.S. Open like right. I was ready for that yeah no it was because it was it was strange because when I uh, first started tennis again I was nowhere looking I was trying to go to like a d3 college at most and then really? before COVID, I was like 140 in the, in the you know, whatever, the states or whatever, the U.S. <laughs> the um, states. Whatever. Um, and, then, and, th- and this is not for bragging rights. I'm just saying like. Yeah, no, no, know. no, no. I completely get that. And no, then no. now I'm like, I just checked it like three days ago because that's when it updated. But now I'm like 31, right? So you have oh, these deep. tons of. Oh, right? shut up, girl. Right. So it's, it's like girl, really, it's, then it opens, back. it opens up options. You know, if I want to go to D1, I can go to D1, you know. Um, and going pro, like I tried actually, you know, I want to qualify, at least try to qualify for the U S open junior U S open next year. Um, but I don't think people understand how going pro, like the people in Europe and in U S it's like two different spectrums. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Europeans are something else. These young (laughs) prodigies. They are, Um, they really are. Yeah. And one of my friends qualified for the junior U S open and um she got whipped by the first uh by the first seed she got she got whipped but um, but I'm saying is these girls are like ridiculous so I, I and also like I want to like like hopefully I can play for maybe a nice I good d1 you know or something yeah um I just yet but I want to play like college tennis is actually very very competitive too and a lot mm-hmm. of actually college people go pro after that but I I don't see myself going there uh, what, me, pro me, or college? Uh, definitely go to college. <laughs> no, I mean like you, like you were talking about like Ivy League, like um, yeah. I mean, tennis. I would, do you see? I, do you not see yourself there, or do you not see yourself going pro? Well, depending my grades, I would love to go to Ivy League um, tennis, <laughs> but um, you mean I mean like Ivy League tennis is very good, but then there's schools like Stanford, then there's schools like mm-hmm. Texas A and M who like are super super focused on tennis, whereas mm-hmm. Ivy is super focused on tennis. And and super focused on education academics yeah yeah 
So, I mean, pro would sound nice. I mean, I would try some like ITF tournaments, you know, international tournaments. But as right now, I mean, I'd rather get an A on my AP bio. I'm also not doing relative stories, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, not to be talking about real life examples. Right, right, like, right, right. Yeah. We're just but throwing I, that I, out there. Like, my I, education matters. <laughs> No, but I feel like you can also relate to it, you know, even though you're yeah. varsity volleyball, which is also like really good. Like, I don't know why you're like putting it under the rug. Um, I, I bet you also find it hard. You know, you, you're practicing, you're traveling like an hour away and now you got to do homework, especially math homework. You know, the vibes with math homework. Like, you know, it's 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 hard. I mean, of all levels, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's all I got. This was very interesting. Like, this insight was insane. Um, I can't wait to have you again on the podcast. My God, for sure. And hopefully by then you're either pro or playing for some big shot school. And I'll be like, guys, I already interviewed her. Like, I got her on my podcast before. Oh, my God. Stop. Stop. (laughs) Um, Um, But, yeah, thank you so much for for being on here. and No, thank you. Yeah, I guess that's all there is. I'm going to wrap it up here. You are loved, you're needed, and you're good enough. Thank you so much for listening.